Hello and welcome back. This is Simply Spanish, your K-pop podcast where we talk about all things K-pop and other K-media. I am Mika. And I'm Emily. And yeah, we're going to be talking about some K-pop stuff today, obviously, because that's what this podcast is. I still don't know how to intro these. I'll get there one day. There wasn't too much that happened this past week, was there? There was a few teaser things and videos, but they were all for groups that I don't know at all. Yeah. Like when I was browsing just Reddit and shit. Yeah. It wasn't anybody that was even recognizable to me. Mm-hmm. I do know that they dropped some teasers for the new twice stuff but I didn't look into it because it's not really a group that I follow too much but I think that comes out does that come out at the end of this week I think so yeah I'll probably give it a listen um because that's what we do here but yeah so we we decided to do some like research topics so <laughs> but before we get into the research topics, Which, and and Mika hasn't even told me what what the research was so I I'm like I'm like hyping it up to be this like big thing and then I'm gonna say it I feel I'm like scared I'm gonna say it and it's gonna be like oh (laughs) sure okay but before my research topic is liable to get us dragged so (laughs) hey amazing hey you know what's the saying bad press is good press or what is it no press is bad there you go (laughs) Bad press is good press. This is not a saying. <laughs> I knew <it> something. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, do you want to talk about the new music that Jen came out with for a K drama? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We I don't know exactly when this came out, but we did just both listen to this literally like right before recording. So for the I'm first time, really lost on how I just missed it. I know that he had posted on Weavers yeah. that picture of him recording. I yeah, I saw that I really too. Didn't know it actually came out. Yeah, I saw that too, and yeah, I wasn't sure if it came out or not. And then I think I had seen it posted, like the poster of the K drama posted somewhere. And then today I was like, oh, I want—is it out? And so I looked. Yeah, I don't know if any of that was coherent. So the K drama that this that Jin did a song for which is called yours it is a part of the ost it was i guess the fourth track that was released and it is for the k-drama uh let's see if i can pronounce this right jirisan which is named after a mountain in south korea um and the show premiered on october 23rd 2021 and it is currently still airing and it airs every saturday and sunday and i saw it was on um like vicky so I might have to go and resubscribe. <laughs> I'm still not sure if I'm subscribed or not. I think you are. But see, now you can you can watch this. You know, I'll I'll allow you to stop watching. I mean, you haven't been watching Imitation. I know it. So you no, okay. <laughs> I've dedicated my life to watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So uh, <laughs> I I was like looking for a show to watch um while I played Animal Crossing. Oh yeah. Update on Just Dance. I still have not played it because the new Animal Crossing update came out the exact same day. And that's all I've been doing with my life. But I wanted to watch something while playing. And so I went onto like Netflix and was like looking through. And so I started watching Sexy Beasts. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's so cursed. I couldn't make it through more than two episodes of that. Yeah, I, I, I only got through two. 
Dude, like I am the most low class bitch ever. Like I love low brow television. That was too much for me. Yeah. I like how it's just like, you know, it's supposed to take away like attraction, right? But all those people are hot. Like, yeah, there's, it's going to work because they're all hot. (laughs) That's how I thought about love is blind too. Oh yeah. They're all hot. They're all conventionally attractive anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then Jessica was the only one that was wrong with not thinking that Mark was attractive enough for her. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to put that Sorry. in there. <laughs> but yeah, I only watched two episodes. I don't think I'll be going back. But I just wanted to watch like some like mindless trash to have yeah. in the background. So, but I did have um, like Real Housewives in the back of my head. So maybe I'll, which one should I watch? I suggest starting with Beverly Hills. <laughs> okay. Is that on Netflix? What's that on? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. I do have Hulu. Do you remember my info? <laughs> it might be linked to my university email. And if so, I am shit out of luck. <laughs> Mine, my Hulu and my Spotify is attached. Is oh, that's right. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I did change because that was connected to my university email. And then I yeah, couldn't remember my password. Discount. Yeah. And I couldn't remember my password to Spotify. And then I had to contact my university and be like, hey, can you give me access to my like university account for 24 hours so I could change my email to an actual email I have (laughs) so they were real cool about it so anyway (laughs) back to the topic at hand so Jira-san it airs every Saturday Sunday which that's that's something that's I've noticed too with like k-dramas is they um they release episodes usually two times a week helps make it more bingeable I wonder how long these episodes are the like entertainment market differences between America and Korea is astounding yeah because here you don't even you wouldn't put something that you actually wanted people to watch on Saturday and Sunday night yeah true I feel like it used to be that way or at least for kids television because I remember watching like Disney Channel on Friday and Saturdays for the new shows but like adult stuff is during the week yeah it was always like a Thursday was like the hot night for TV yeah and then too, like, cause usually Western TV shows, if they're on actual TV, they're like 45 minutes. Yeah. This is 90 minutes an episode is what I'm looking, I'm seeing. I so think. that's your entire weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 1800, not 1800. Wow. 180 minutes. <laughs> 1800. That would be, whew. um, but yeah. So, and I was intrigued by the promotional poster because it like looks kind of like mysterious and like thriller type and so it um this k-drama takes place uh yeah on the mountain and it depicts a story of rangers who climb through the mysterious and unexplored regions of the mountain trying to rescue survivors and lost trekkers and it's centered around a mystery uh, surrounding the mountains many visitors those who come to kill and those who come to end their own lives so what yeah which i have seen that with like the i don't know exactly how tall this mountain is but i do know that um some people do go to like the really hard mountains to climb if they want to you know sudoku themselves so but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds interesting though i'm i i if only yeah, I wasn't exactly. watching two other, I, you know, I might. What's another K-drama to add onto my plate? I'm already watching two others. Why not add a third? Exactly. Yeah. It's not like they're a time commitment or anything. No. <laughs> um, also, God, I haven't caught up on In the Soup at all. 
I haven't either. I haven't either. I feel like for In the Soup, it's, I like watching them when I'm in a particular mood. Right. And I don't know. I just haven't been in the mood to like chill out and watch it. I've been like way too, it's like, you know, when you're so anxious that you don't even want to do anything relaxing because mm-hmm. like you're yeah. too anxious to relax. That's where I'm at. So yes. in the soup has been on the back burner. Yeah, same. And then it's like my, right now, my chill times are when I'm playing Animal Crossing. And of course I can't watch in the soup because I don't know what they're saying. So I have to watch subtitles. Yeah. What if they had doves? <laughs> it would be so stupid. And it would just be Nam June doing them all. No, you know what it should be? It should be, the doves should be whatever voices that one person on TikTok uses. And then like every other line could just be tasting Sakura Blue. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, the, um, like the automated, like the AI voice. Yeah. yeah. Sakura Blue. <laughs> I die every time. It's, it's not a video from that person, from that TikToker, if that is not at the end. You know, it's so good. It'll just be like a video of him, like not at all in it, but they'll add him at the end. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. But yeah, so that's the K-drama. Um, and then the song, it's like super pretty. Jin always, whenever he produced like ballad stuff, it's just like unbelievably pretty. So also, good. like he is king of putting emotion into songs yes mm-hmm. yeah for and sure so it's so interesting because you know he's always viewed as kind of like he does the dad like jokes and, yeah. and he's like less deep or introspective or mm-hmm. whatever than some of the other members but then he just absolutely wrecks my soul whenever he sings yeah about sure. it yeah like honestly his solo songs like moon it's just like, it's, I don't know if it's my favorite off of that album. What was it in Mot 7? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my favorite out of all the solos, but it's definitely like a top two. I don't know what my other one would be, honest. It might actually be my top. It might yeah, be over. That's how I feel about Epiphany. Yeah. And you know, nothing could divert my love from serendipity, but Epiphany, I don't know, sometimes mm-hmm. that one hits even harder. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, he and it, it like the solo stuff is just it's so good. I would die. I know we like talk about mixtapes from like Taehyung and stuff, but I would die for a Jin mixtape. Oh my god, yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like it would probably wreck me more than a Tay mixtape. Yeah, it's. I also think he's had like the biggest vocal glow up. Oh, for sure. The beginning of BTS to now. For His sure. voice is just really beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I'll listen to like some of the old stuff and his vocals, of course, are still amazing. But just like the difference of the years. I also just can't wait until he's in an actual drama. I want him yes. to be man so badly. Yes, me too. Ugh. I, I, it's like, I can't wait for the day, but I can also wait for the day for when they start appearing in dramas. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean- you know, Tay was in one, which I still need to watch. But like the day that they actually start like starring in them, if they want to, it's it's over. Yeah, over. Mm. But yeah, that was yours. Um, I think that's all I have for it. You so, watched the lyric video, but not the music video. Is there a music video? Yeah, there is a music video. What? I did not. Yeah, I just I watched it literally right before we recorded, and 
there's like a storyline to the first half of it. It's like him and this girl and she drops a book or like a notebook or journal of some kind and they're keep getting separated. I'm doing a very bad job of explaining this, but it's not an official one though, is it? Yeah. Am I crazy? Is it wait, because is Jin in it? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's probably just like a fan made. Well, they did an amazing job. <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah i see where it is yeah it says i'm music video but yeah that's not oh i don't know why i thought you <laughs> gave up i like i have done distracted because the big hit logos in the uh yeah you know if you <laughs> had an actual... it wouldn't even make sense because they're not even called that anymore. well i think they are under big hit yeah but, the but it's under videos say did they say big hit star or did they say hype now? I, I've fallen for that too. It was with stigma when I became army. I fell for that trap where I thought like there was an actual like full music video for stigma and it had like this whole story. And then it's like, oh no, that's a fan made. And it was like amazingly made. God damn it. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, hmm, what an interesting choice using <laughs> clips of him from performances in this official music video. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. They do that to get the, the clicks and it Goodness. works. It did work. <laughs> I hate it when they like pop up on my homepage because then it's like more believable. Yeah. And then it's like, no, because we would have heard about this if this was an actual music video. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my God, I literally am such a fake fan. I didn't even know it was a music video. <laughs> right. It's like, I didn't even know this was already released. It's been released for three days, apparently. I guess that's around the time when he posted it. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I felt like there wasn't. Did they even tweet about it? No. Yeah, not that I saw. This was low key. Yeah, like literally, we wouldn't have known about it if we didn't see it on Weverse. Huh. Crazy, crazy. It is very beautiful. I plan to listen to it. Yeah, and cry. In mornings now that the sun has barely risen when I'm driving to work and right. contemplating my existence. This is going to be a perfect soundtrack. <laughs> so what you what you gonna be telling me about this week? All right, so Hype was busy last week and a couple of different things happened. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I want to talk about is their Wattpad and Webtoon and all of the craziness surrounding that and actually what they're going to be putting out on Wattpad and Webtoon. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about was all of this NFT business. Okay. Which I had... A vague awareness of what NFTs were before this. I had never heard of it before this. <laughs> but I dove into it a little bit deeper. Obviously, I'm not writing like a thesis on it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm certainly not an expert. But I got a little bit more of like a working knowledge of it. And it's kind of, I, it's bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll start with the Wattpad and the Webtoon. Yes. Give me okay. that fanfic. Yeah. So they announced <laughs> that they were going to be putting out web comics on webtoon which they've done before with the save me webtoon Mm -hmm. have you read you've read that right i have read it yeah i haven't i need to it's really dark yeah that's what i've heard um that's on webtoon right yeah yes it's on webtoon wattpad was supposed to be was uh is gonna have the web novels i'm pretty sure they're gonna be the same stories i guess just in different format Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay in in like preparation for this hive actually made a wattpad account and people flipped the fuck out 
because they were like, oh my God, Jen Cook is going to read all the your name. Oh. <laughs> and like, I like people were so concerned that BTS was going to see all this fan fiction about them. And then it so like, they already all- know about it. I know. Like, come on, they're not <laughs> stupid. They've read some of it on their lives. They know. <laughs> not only that, but let's be real. Like, Oh yeah. You're practically doing things to inspire it at this point. Yeah, they they definitely give some fan service with some of their stuff. So yeah, for sure. You can't convince me that the season's greetings outfit (laughs) aren't meant to spur us into writing fan fiction. I just I don't buy it. They know what they're doing. (laughs) So yeah, people were losing their minds about this. And then there was all these conversations, and I've seen these conversations in the past about how writing fan fiction about real people is sexual harassment. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, obviously, I'm morally conflicted because I am a consumer of fan fiction. Hey, did Uh, you ever promote the podcast on your fanfic? (laughs) No, I didn't because I'm still working on the third installment, okay? Um, I don't know. I feel like I operate under the assumption, and I'm pretty sure most people, unless they're like fully delusional, like fan fiction isn't actually about no. the like famous people. It's like characters based on the famous people. Yeah. So I don't know. To me, that's where the line is drawn. However, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't particularly like Jungkook and Namjoon to read my fan fiction about them. So I can understand the concern. Unless they're into it, in which case I'm all for it. So <laughs> Hybe like um, deleted their Wattpad like, almost immediately. Like, all right, who created this? Don't look. <laughs> but I'm assuming they're still moving forward with eventually publishing these web novels on that platform, which okay. I just think is a weird choice. So it wasn't like officially announced or anything that they were going to be on Wattpad. They no, it was. Made... Oh, it, it was officially announced, but they, they're not posting any of this content oh, until yeah. January. So it was weird that they had made the account beforehand. Yeah. Almost they just wanted to secure it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly why, but either who way, knows what they do? They always like throw things out and delete it. Like they yeah. delete half of their tweets. It's true. <laughs> As if it doesn't live on in infamy forever. Right. Um, so I guess eventually they will still be posting the novels on Wattpad. And of course, posting the comic on Webtoon makes sense. That part makes sense to me. Can you imagine if John Cook did the like the Ooh, art drawings yeah yeah that would be so good i doubt I mean, it all his spare time he could definitely yeah i was about to say like i doubt it because of how busy he is but that would be awesome so i i did read a little bit about what the content is going to be okay oh there's going to be stories about you know um inspired by bts and hypen and text yeah and that's what those exactly. little end screens were exactly yes so the BTS one is called Seven Fates Chaco. I couldn't mm-hmm. say it wrong. Yeah, I don't um, know either. And it said it was about like seven boys whose fates were intertwined, which I thought was going to be a callback to the Save Me webtoon and the um, Most Beautiful Moment in Life books. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking into it more, Chaco is short for Chak. And I'm definitely going to say this wrong. <laughs> Chaco Gapsa which are like Korean tiger hunters. Ooh. And there's all this mythology surrounding them. So it's going to be a reimagining of some of these myths, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm sold already. 
So I'm definitely into that. And then of course, uh, so that comes out January 14th. And I think the novel and the webtoon are going to be released simultaneously. I, I just, I, I really can't believe that that's only two months away. I know. Like it's we're so already crazy. at the end of 2020. I'm wondering how they're going to like monetize this because on webtoon, I mean, obviously everything has ads, but yeah. on webtoon, I feel like you make, webtoon makes a decent amount of money because you can only read like one, one episode a day. or something. Yeah. yeah. So I always end up paying. Money. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> possibly wait. Yeah. When but I was reading the Neverless one, I did. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if the list, they're going to release things um, like on a schedule or if everything's going to come out at once. Yeah. Well, how did they, because did they make money off of the uh, Save Me one? Did they monetize that? Unless it was like, I don't know if they got ad revenue or uh, I don't know if artists get like a percentage of what people pay to continue reading. Because I wonder too, since they are so big, they might have like a contract with Webtoon where they get most of the profits because they're going to be drawing in all of these people into Webtoon, which will most likely stay and read other things. Yeah, exactly. So they might have like a a specific contract for monetization. Yeah. The, um, like you said, the N-Hypen and the text is going to be tied in with the music videos. So N-Hypen's story is going to be Dark Moon, and it's going to be about a group of vampires, werewolves, and a girl with a mysterious secret. So we haven't haven't seen a girl in any of the music videos for them, right? We have. We have? Yep, it was in, I mentioned it, it was in um, Drunk Days, where there was- At the beginning? No, it was like Um, this- like this goddess woman that people thought was one of the girls oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um so maybe that person that's true there's also going to be i think some romance element Ooh. to it and it's going to be called dark moon blood altar which i think is a dope name i mean like obviously yeah. bordering on ridiculous but i love it i'm honestly like i've already like dived into their lore and so just to see this be expanded I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. So that one comes out January fifteenth, which is literally the day after the BTS one. Awesome. So now I'm gonna have to fight for my my daily coins. <laughs> and then a day after that, the text one comes out, which is called Star Seekers. And in the story, they are a pop group, but they also exist in this kind of magical world. They have magical abilities. Like each of the characters has some sort of special power of some kind. So that's kind of what we've seen in their music videos as well. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy that to think that, especially with text, that they've been planning this for like this long. I know. Yeah. When did Magic Island come out? I don't know, but it's it's been at least in the works for a while. I am. Definitely interested to read all of these. They all sound appealing to me. Like I'm interested in all of these. For sure. I I wonder if there's anything that, I mean, I obviously don't think anything in Butter or um, no Permission to Dance is linked to like any kind of lore, but I'm wondering if anything in this Seven Feet storyline is going to tie into any of their past music videos. Yeah. Even yeah. when... Even with like um, film out, that looked like it could have yeah. some kind of lore behind it, right? Uh, people were connecting film out to one other. Was it fake love? 
Yeah. Yeah. Like there were a lot of parallels. So I also wonder like, does this new storyline, is it a continuation of their past storylines or is it going to intersect at all? Or is it just like a brand new start from scratch? Hmm. Also, I I did look in Magic Island that came out in 2019. So if it's been in the works since then, or if maybe they just like intertwined it with recent stuff, don't know. But if it has been in the works for that long. I mean, I would think, I mean, it's not like you can just create, write a book and create a comic that fast. Yeah. I don't know how long. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I I have no insight at all to any of that. So maybe. (laughs) I know you're just a simple choreographer. You, know? <laughs> you don't have any insight on the publishing world. No, yeah, that is not my area of expertise right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the information that I was able to find out about the webtoon. I feel, I feel like people freaking out about them being on Wattpad really overshadowed the announcement of what the actual content <laughs> was going to be because I had to dig a little bit to figure out what was actually getting published on these platforms because every time I tried to look it up on Twitter Mm -hmm. or Reddit or even like Google it it was mostly just people freaking out about Wattpad yep which I think is funny they had to know sometimes I'm like did you guys think at all like they have the greatest marketing team I just know it yeah it's so intentional they're so good at producing that hype yeah hype hype um (laughs) And hyping us. <laughs> yep. It, it had to be intentional. They do that shit on purpose. Right. So that brings me to the other big announcement that they made last week, which is that they're partnering with this company called Dunamu, which uh, is like a cryptocurrency company. And Bang said... Hive and Dunamu will join forces to make our artist content become digital assets of fam. And they announced that they're going to be doing these NFTs, which stands for non-fungible tokens, which based on my limited research, basically means that they're not interchangeable at all. Um, Every single item has like a unique, it's like confusing because I'm not super technologically savvy, Mm -hmm. but there's like something called a blockchain yeah right and so there's like i don't know what it is i just i know it exists (laughs) there's like a unique blockchain and then there's like a digital ledger that keeps track of like who has verified ownership of the item and then there's public proof of who owns right so the way that i heard it explained way back in the past is that it's kind of like when you buy an artwork right Mm -hmm. you are the only one with the original and people can reproduce the art but you're the only one that has the original yeah but with nfts it's even more confusing because there can be multiple originals of the same thing it's just that they have unique code to them Mm -hmm. so to me that sounds like kind of like things that are the same but just have different serial numbers is how i would think about it yeah like physical item so i mean firstly (laughs) they're kind of pointless yeah I first of all you don't really get anything out of them I mean you can sell them to other people but I don't really understand I don't know nothing in me wants that yeah (laughs) I'm sure somewhere someone somewhere wants that and I think Hybe is like tapping into the fact that people 
are becoming more and more interested in like rare merchandise, mm-hmm. particularly of BTS stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was like the first thing that people were freaking out about online. Like Hybe only cares about money. Hybe just went to broke, blah, 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 blah. Which like, don't get me wrong. Like, I guess I can understand the frustration, but like they're a company, of course. Yeah, like, they want that's what with money. They can't do what they do if they don't have money. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> but I think sides of capitalism. Yeah. I think too, like it might just be like like with you, I, I don't see myself like purchasing any of this. But with I think it might appeal more to the younger crowd since microtransactions and like games and stuff have become so popular mostly with like younger generation yeah and because like I know because I I play Rhythm Hive and I spend money on it so I can get cards and so like I (laughs) but I'm not going to spend like the amount of money that I know that these things are going to be because I know they'll get expensive like I paid actual money (laughs) the Kim Kardashian oh yeah I did too (laughs) 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 oh yeah me too um you know I mean I had to look good for my dates exactly the urge to spend real money on fake things yeah so this might just be like that next step in that it just might be like something um, I know that's gonna be like like, a future how ridiculous to spend real money on a digital photo card as if (laughs) hundreds of dollars on cardboard photo cards like mobile, like, because mobile games, they seriously make the most money. Yeah. Because people will buy energy, the gems, like all of right. that. So they can get the full experience of the game. And so, yeah. So I really think that this is just something the next about, step to it. There's something about online purchases like that, where it doesn't feel like you're spending money in the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're definitely capitalizing off of all of that. Yeah, because you'll spend like a dollar here, a dollar there, you know, occasionally, like maybe once a month, a five dollar, like an item, like a box or something. Adding up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I don't even want to think about the amount of money I've spent on mobile games. Um, I just know that with each purchase, it's been like, uh, well, I have probably spent like $30 on some type of game with a big purchase, but it's mostly just like the small stuff. So you don't really think about it adding up. And exactly. you look at it at the overall and it's like, oh, wait, I've given so much money to this company for this free game that I can play for free. Like, oh, no ads. You bet I'm going to pay for that. Like, <laughs> can't live like a peasant. Right. I'm ruined. I can't even like go to regular YouTube anymore now that I've oh, pre-made. Fuck no. like, <laughs> I should have never switched. <laughs> I have, I don't sign into my personal YouTube account when I'm at work but I have to play like a lot of YouTube videos at work as a teacher. Yeah. And every time I see a Grammarly ad, I want to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how people live like this all the time in the comfort of their own homes. Like this is absolutely unacceptable. Right? Like I'll show him like my mom a video on the TV because it's like a smart TV. So it'll have YouTube and it'll play an ad. And I'm like, oh, like how do I-, I log into my account? But then I don't want them to see all my k-pop stuff that's in my, <laughs> um all that so, to say i think it's just I guess, yeah i mean i understand don't me wrong, like i jokingly get mad at hive 2 for constantly rolling out merchandise and like yeah but nobody's making me no. buy it 
No, (laughs) it is all us to do that. It's not the company's job to create, like to make me have Mm self-control. Like I've probably spent, I don't even want to say how much I've probably spent just on Weavers alone in the past. I'm not interested in (laughs) accepting that about myself. (laughs) And that's not on them at all. That's on me. Like, yes, I like curse them for these constant merch drops, but ultimately it's me. Like, you know, they're not holding anything. anything, If I was going to complain about anything, I would say for the amount of money the company makes, the members of BTS should be richer. Hmm. Do we know their net worth though? I don't. It's probably somewhere, but I don't. It's somewhere, but it's it. like, I remember the last time I looked it up, it was like way lower than you would expect it to be considering at this point, they are responsible for 1% of the entire economy of like the, or not the entire economy, the entirety, the entire GDP of Korea. Yeah. They're responsible for 1% of it, which obviously 1% doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. Yeah. It's like one group. It's like the 1% of wealth. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway. So I wasn't really on board with the whole, like, let's hate on them for trying to make money when, you know, it's a company that's designed to make money. Yeah. I feel like too, like, since they are, like, they have so much money, they have like the team. So there is like a reason they're doing it. And I really just think it's like the next step in whatever, you know, right? of like going from like collectibles type of thing. They're always one step ahead. Yeah. The, what I did look into and which blew my mind like to smithereens because in my mind I was thinking, oh, digital content is always like a lower carbon footprint than like a physical product, right? Mm-hmm. So I was even thinking like, oh, well, it is kind of more environmentally friendly to have like digital photo cards instead of paper ones, right? Yeah. But part of the reason people are really pissed off about NFTs is they're actually like crazy bad for the environment. Really? Yeah. And so people are really angry because Hybe has been doing this whole push of like environmentalism. Mm-hmm. That's been like the whole platform that they've had, you know, BTS making a speech at the UN and like all the hydrogen cars and shit. Like a single Bitcoin transaction uses the same amount of power as the average American household consumes in a month. How is that even possible? I guess because of the way that it has to be like whatever the blockchain Oh, yeah, it's the is. blockchain. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the encryption. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was looking at, there was another comparison where, I can't remember, this one cryptocurrency company uses the same amount of energy in like a transaction as like, Sweden uses like in a month or something crazy like that so yeah people are upset about that aspect of it which makes a lot more sense to me yeah I don't really understand exactly why it's bad for the environment I just know it uses a ton of energy and that's the problem I guess too though it kind of depends on what kind of energy too like if you're using like coal <laughs> or I mean that's gonna go way deeper into it than it needs to be but right bottom line it uses a lot of energy but if it's clean energy then yeah I'm sure they don't I also I did read like on the other hand this company that Hybe is partnering with has plans to be moving in some sort of more environmentally friendly direction by 2022 which is when this partnership would start anyway 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we obviously have, they just announced this. We don't really know exactly what this partnership is even going to look like. For all we know, Hybe could be a part of moving this company. Like they might be investing in whatever this more environmentally friendly model is. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, Hybe could never do anything evil. Like they're still a corporation. I'm yeah. sure they do things that I wouldn't approve of every day but yeah everybody just like jumps to the worst case scenario mm-hmm. immediately I mean it's the internet but I did think it was really interesting that this is a direction that they're going in and I would sincerely hope that you know they wouldn't invest in this thing that's very counter to you know these environmental causes that they have been championing recently mm-hmm I mean, if anything, it's just like, it makes you look hypocritical. Yeah. But, you know, I think it, I think it's better to wait and see how it plays out before like jumping to the worst possible conclusion. Yeah. I feel like too, it's like, you know, people are afraid of change. Yeah. And that's all I really feel like this is like, I'm not, I don't care about change, like whatever. I just go with the flow. And so it kind of sounds like I'm defending them, but really it's just like, I don't know, like we, uh, we yeah, don't we know really enough about We really don't have all the information yet. Yeah. So it's like, instead of going ahead and getting this negative bias on it before we even know anything about it, you know, like enough to make that informed decision on our actual opinion. Um, I'm just like, huh, we'll see, like whatever, <laughs> just see how it goes. And, and then I'll make my opinion on it. But right now I'm just like, interesting this right, is something like we'll somewhat new what are they going to do with it yeah exactly yeah. i'd mostly be bummed like i think trading the physical cards is really fun mm-hmm. and ending and getting things in the mail so like yeah. i don't want that to die no yeah i also I like having them in my little binder that's more satisfying yes. to look through than like a digital file exactly yeah it's like you know i was saying um before we started recording like i have my notes written down like yeah it's a lot you know most people will do it just like type it up but it's like it's just something about writing it down it's like the old-fashioned way but it's I feel like I don't think physical cards will die yeah I'm definitely 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 (laughs) I like having like like some physical tactile things left in the world yeah because then it like you really actually can see what you have yeah it feels real in yeah. a way that digital stuff never does. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I have a Kindle because it's more convenient than having billions of books in my house and it's more cost effective and it's easier than going to like the library in person all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to replace the feel of a book yeah. in my hand. Like I love just looking over right now and seeing my bookshelf with right. the in it. It sparks joy. Yes. But I mostly read off of my Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm on the same page completely. I'm just like thinking it's like I keep buying like book of the month books and then it's like I end up reading the Kindle version. <laughs> like from the library. My my weak wrist can't possibly hold a book up when I'm lying in bed. Right. Because yeah, I'll be I'll be reading literally until I fall asleep. Although not lately because I've been playing Animal Crossing until I fall asleep. But that's a different story. I'm addicted. It, what can I say? But all right. Well, I think that was pretty much all I had on all the hive updates. All right. Yeah. But- I, I feel like I got a little bit more understanding of what the NFTs are. Obviously, I mean, I'm not an expert yeah. by any stretch of the imagination, but kind of tried to figure out like mm-hmm. 
the layman's definitely. Yeah. Like it's still kind of confusing, but I think that's just because we haven't seen anything yet, you know? So it's, I think it'll still, like you can explain it to me however you can. And I like get it, but I feel like I'll really, really get it when they actually do something with it. Exactly. Um, because like, it's still going to be a while yet. Yeah. Because right now it's just like, oh, well, they could do this. They can do this. Like what are, you know, which way are they going to take it? So. Although I just realized I talked about 2022, like it's really far away and it's like it's, two months. Yeah, not even, that's what I was saying when you were saying that the webtoon and stuff was going to be in January. I'm like, that's yeah. two months away. Like that is crazy. We're already almost halfway through November and I could have sworn that started like two days ago. Sounds like the time is so skewed that I was like, wow, like I fully acknowledge that January was soon and yet 2022 <laughs> fell far away. Yep. Like I'm still in like March of 2020. So speaking of 2022, I'm going to take us back about 10 years to 2012. Damn. And like, as I was like thinking about just the year 2012, 2012 was just such a great year. 2012, I was a junior slash senior in high school, which that's not great at all because it's high school. But what do you remember from 2012? Uh, uh, 2012 was not a good year for me okay I was supposed to I was starting my first attempt at senior year college hey that's all right man I I got kicked out of college after my first year I don't know if it was 2012 or 2011 that I had a mental breakdown but it was somewhere in there yeah that was 2013 for me (laughs) so this is right before but okay so I'll tell you what happened in 2012 we got the first Hunger Games movie we got Honey oh, Boo Boo. Setting the scene. <laughs> yeah, we got Honey Boo Boo. Oh we got we got YOLO. Fuck. We got Call Me Maybe. Okay, classic. Yes, and we we got I think Instagram started in 2012, and then we got Coney 2012. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh Coney my 2012? god! <laughs> <laughs> that was initially I was so when I was like, okay, what year does this specific thing come out? And it was 2012. And I'm like, oh, wait, the world was supposed to end in 2012. And then Coney 2012. What else happened in 2012? And then that's when I came. Oh, and Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes broke up in 2012. Yes. So those are things that happened in 2012. So just, I guess, in the realm of pop culture, 2012 was a pretty interesting year. What else happened in 2012, you may ask? We got Gangnam Style by Psy. So yes, I'm going to talk about Psy. I'm going to talk because I I was really curious because this was like a lot of people's big introduction to K-pop. Like I remember when the song came out and I didn't even think of it as K-pop. I was just about to say that. I vividly remember the song coming out and I knew he was Korean, but I wasn't thinking of it as part of an entire genre of music. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. And then it's like, I still have to remind myself like, oh yeah, like he is like the daddy of K-pop. <laughs> Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about him because he has, I, his history is like, it's pretty interesting and fascinating. So his real name is Park, uh, let's see here, Jay Song, I think. He was born December 31st, 1977, and he was born in Gangnam District. So there you go. Um, and he is a singer, rapper, songwriter, and record producer. He started his music career in 2001, but when he was 15, he saw his first, like, 
he saw a Queen concert on TV at the Wembley Stadium, and that sparked his love for music. And um, he said, too, that that's like his biggest inspiration is Queen. And so he actually and he came from like a very like affluent family. Um, I don't remember what his parents do, but they have money. So but he went to actually go study business administration in the U.S., at Boston University in 1996. But he lost interest, as people do, and he spent his tuition funds on musical instruments and equipment. So after one semester, he dropped out and then he transferred to Berkeley College of Music. And so you're like, oh, okay, yeah. But no, he dropped out shortly after and <laughs> returned to South Korea to pursue singing. So now we get to 2001. So, and he, this is like all like indie too. Like, he isn't under a label or anything when he starts out. So in 2001, he debuted with his first full-length album, Sigh from the Psycho World. And he was fined by the government due to inappropriate content. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he stirred up the Korean pop music scene with blunt lyrics, peculiar dance moves, and an unconventional appearance, which, yeah, like, we all know (laughs) Sigh. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. And he was nicknamed the Bizarre Singer. So then we get to 2002, um, his second album, Psy 2, I think, was controversial from the start. There was complaints due to potentially negative influence the album would have on children and teens, and it was banned from being sold to the under-19 set, which Wait, I guess- well, like, his lyrics are really that, like, scandalous? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what one later on, what one band- what got him banned in one of his songs um but yeah i'm guessing like the under 19 is like under 19 years old yeah i don't know that's what i'm guessing um i was googling him just to look at him again and i found these really cute pictures of him with tay young oh yeah i love those okay um and then he released his third album three sigh and the title track champion and it got a lot of success due to hype from the world cup games that were held in seoul that year what year was that 20 or 2002 so through 2003 to 2009 he was conscripted to the military but was then excused due to working at a software development company and they um excuse those that you know help with like the nation or whatever and so he released his fourth album but then he was redrafted back into the military because he was neglecting his software development company and was holding <laughs> concerts and such. So <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, man, like you got to go back. Like you got to go serve your time. He like can't be tamed. That's what I know. He's like, yeah, no, I can't go to the military. I work at this software development company that is just bringing in so much for the country. Like I can't like, <laughs> what am I going to do there? And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. He's like, <laughs> joke's on you. Let me release my fourth album. They're like, yeah, no, dude. <laughs> this isn't what you were excused for. You got to go back. So he went back and he served his time. So then we get to 2010. And this is when he actually joins YG because he has like some financial problems. And so he can't afford to release his own songs so then we get his fifth album sci-fi in 2010 and here we go his lead single right now was banned from under 19 for the obscene lyric wait for it life is like toxic alcohol that's what he was banned for what the fuck yeah that's what the song was banned for 
I guess because of a mention of alcohol. That's not still a thing, right? Yeah, probably not now. Yeah. Um, I feel like they've gotten, they've loosened up on it as time went on. But yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's still like, I mean, like Twice has a song called Alcohol Free. (laughs) Yeah. But um, like, it's still like conservative more than like Western music, but it's progressed more than farther than that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that happened in 2010. And then 2012, he performed alongside Big Bang and 21 during the YG family concert in Osaka. And it was the first appearance in a, on a foreign network, um, which was a Japanese network. And Japan loved him and his humor. And it's like, yeah, okay, Korea can hate him. The, the government can hate him, but Japan loved him. And so then we get sixth album, Size 6, Part 1 in july 2012 and then this is where we get the birth of gangnam style july 15th 2012 is when gangnam style the music video and the song was released and it was like an instant success he originally just made it for like local k-pop fans because to my understanding he was like making fun of kind of like the gangnam style because what he related it to like gangnam style was like that of class and he related it to like Beverly Hills okay yeah that so yeah and so like because I had rewatched the video and like he is like the opposite <laughs> of it in it <laughs> and like I watched this and I'm like dang this is still just absolutely amazing nine years later like it's just it's really good um and then so that was in July and then August so on August 14th it was ranked first on youtube's most viewed monthly chart and it charted and again in august on august 21st it charted number one on itunes music video charts overtaking justin bieber's as long as you love me and Katy perry's wide awake which was a first for a south korean artist to uh, reach number one and of course the video went viral and um he started appearing on U.S. talk shows like Today's Show, and he did like a skit on SNL. Um, and in September, no, sorry, in October, and I find this hilarious because like in October he was recognized by the UN as an international sensation and met with the UN officials of Korea, where they expressed desire to work together because of his global reach and great power to overcome intolerance. And then he was also appointed Goodwill Ambassador of UNICEF. It's like you've banned him, like yeah. his albums, every single time. And then he comes out with this huge hit. And now you're like, oh, we want to work with you. Damn. (laughs) I mean, it sounds about right. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, now you're bringing in money for us. Yeah, you can go ahead. Do all the obscene stuff you want. And so then on November 24th of 2012, it became the most viewed video on YouTube, surpassing Justin Bieber's baby. I, (laughs) I remember this. And it was achieved 11 times faster than, um baby reaching number one i remember feeling like and i'm sure there was probably stuff before this because 2012 wasn't like super long ago yeah i remember feeling like it was like the first video that was that viral yes yeah that's kind of how i remember it too it was like the beginning of viral videos right like it was just everywhere Mm -hmm. everyone knew about it everyone knew the dance like yeah it was that's how I kind of think of it. It's like the first viral thing I could think of that happened. Well, Coney 2012, but <laughs> you yeah. know, those, 2012 was just the year of, vi- was the year of viral stuff happening. Cause we got YOLO. Yeah. yeah it's, 
2012 was just the year of viral stuff. A simpler time. Yeah. Um, and then on December 21st, it reached 1 billion views, which this video was the first to do so. And and jumping a few years ahead on December 1st of 2014, the video got so many views that it broke the counter, resulting in <laughs> a negative number. That's hilarious. Yeah. And because they, they got over like 2 billion. They got over 2 billion. And YouTube like posted a tweet like, oh, we weren't expecting like a single video to get this many views because they were using like a 32-bit integer, whatever that means, which meant like the video could only reach like a little over 2 billion um and they're like but then gangnam style came into our lives so we increased it to 64 bit um and that's crazy yeah so and then like youtube came out and like officially said like oh no this was already implemented months ago it wasn't because of the song it's like then why tweet it from your account and then why not say exactly like why that was a negative number right like if it was implemented months ago then i don't know but they were like yeah it's just a joke just a prank um so i'm going to uh, okay so that's kind of the era of gangnam style so he released gentlemen in april 2013 and it brought a bunch of international press he was on american idol dancing with the stars life with kelly and michael he was on like a canadian he was like a co-host on a canadian music awards um and yeah, he kept releasing music till May 15th of 2018. And that's when he left YG. And I really like, so I, re- I do really like the song Gentleman, but I think my favorite of his is Daddy and CL is in it. <laughs> um, I, I have never heard that song. Yeah, it's a really good song. I only know of it because it was on Just Dance. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool choreo too. And I, I like because it's like feature CL. But she literally just has like one line in the chorus. But she is in the music <laughs> video. She is in the music video. So you should go watch it. And I, I really like Daddy too because it'll be, they have his like grown man face like edited onto like a baby and a child. And it's just, it's like classic side like humor. And it's yeah, hilarious. It's so absurd. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he left YG in 2018. And then he founded his own company in 2019, P Nation, and he signed Jenny, not Jenny, <laughs> Jesse. That was his first sign. And then he later signed Huna and Dawn. So, and that's kind of just where we're at now. I don't think he does. I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't seen anything of his, like if he's done anything recently, he might just be like doing his like P Nation stuff of like signing and producing um probably because like he he did say like he didn't know how he was gonna top gangnam style it's like it was just you know up there and then you get to like gentlemen and because yeah gangnam style has at today 4.2 billion and then gentlemen has 1.4 and then it kind of just slightly goes down after that but um so yeah so just some facts about gangnam style he he stayed up and studied for 30 nights to come up with the dance he tested with wait, one wait, of wait, 30 nights in a row. I guess. I don't know. That's just what like Wikipedia told me. I don't know. That's just what Wikipedia told me. Again, I got all this information for Wikipedia. And then I, I spent so much time on Wikipedia that I actually gave them $3. They were bothering me. <laughs> they got you. Yeah. They're like, this is our second time sending this to you. It'd be really nice. I'm like, fine. I'll do it. Uh, and then, yeah, so he tested with like one of the 
I don't know, like one of the producers or something, panda and kangaroo moves before settling on the horse trot. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Legend. Like, what even is a panda move? <laughs> like, I can imagine a kangaroo, like just the hop, like the bunny hop, maybe it's like a kangaroo. Yeah. But what the hell is a panda move? Pandas kind of like amble around. Like, I, I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm trying to mimic the move. Yeah. Like their arms are kind of up and they're just like, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I it as a dance. Hmm? I said, I can't imagine That's it as a dance. Yeah. And I was about to say, it's like, I don't know if it would have been the success that it is if they did go with panda or kangaroo moves instead of the horse trot because the horse trot is what made it you know like everyone knows that dance like i said before it was originally produced for local k-pop fans but it was an immediate hit it got half a million views on day one and then over the course of two months it started averaging at nine million a day um and it overtook call me maybe's number one spot on the youtube top 100 music video music videos and then in September, it overtook Girls' Generation G as the most viewed K-pop video, which I didn't know G had that, um, like that That's record. Good. Yeah, but I, it makes sense. Like that was how I was brought into the world of K-pop when I didn't even know that K-pop was a thing. I was just like, oh, pop music. Um, and I was curious too. I was like, what? Like, how did this become viral? Like, that's what I was mainly interested in. But it's I don't really think there is like one thing that will make something viral yeah but um according to wall street journal t-pain was among the first to contribute to its to it being viral um he like posted it on twitter and then of course like other celebrities started posting it and like posting themselves of doing like the horse trot dance and so that helped with it get viral but i feel like usually like celebrities are like the last to know about stuff i feel yeah it's usually like a bunch of regular Joes are yeah. posting about it and then like one celebrity catches on and then maybe it like blows mm-hmm. it up but yeah like I I love the idea of T-Pain being the cause <laughs> yes I love the idea of T-Pain as a person and an artist I love T-Pain I love him so much I love him you know like sorry brief aside T-Pain is like the person responsible for like making auto-tune popular yep mm-hmm. and he's like yeah I don't know I love T-Pain <laughs> I was not expecting this I'm sorry I'm sorry no I love I, it I really would love to believe that he's part of the made Psy a household name yeah that's what I'm saying it's like I love that idea and I hope that it is true <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. And then he also did a song with Snoop Dogg. I kind of remember that. Yeah. It's called Hangover. Yes. I did a song with Snoop Dogg. Love the idea of Psy and Snoop Dogg hanging out and sharing a blood. Right. Oh, speaking of, uh, Psy has been arrested a few times because of possession of marijuana. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think it was the first time he got arrested. He had to miss his, this dude has also had a bunch of like, political controversies pretty much like saying that america sucks and like i don't blame him <laughs> no <laughs> most Koreans feel that way right like he did like an anti-american concert after like u.s military <laughs> killed, like south korean schoolgirls. so it's like 
yeah go for it my dude um but yeah he he was arrested for smoking and possessing marijuana and was sentenced to 25 days in jail and so he was unable to get to his grandfather's deathbed as he died of oh cancer or attend his funeral yeah Jesus and Christ did they keep him like so in Korea do they actually make their celebrities stay in jail for things I guess but he, this well this was in 2001 so it was like at the start of his career oh so he yeah. wasn't probably no he wasn't known. famous mm-hmm. yeah because he wasn't under a label or anything he was just doing his own thing um that's so fucked up yeah and he he said it's like one of his biggest regrets of his life um but then he was fined a year later for another marijuana incident so but hey <laughs> so it didn't you know stop him from smoking no like i i don't blame him <laughs> yeah i know and so yeah as i said as of today the video it's the eighth most viewed video with uh 4.2 billion views and it was like the highest yeah it was no it had the number one spot but it was um overtaken in july of 2017 with the see you again song by Wiz khalifa and charlie puth for the fast and furious and i remember when that happened and i was upset <laughs> i was like no daddy sigh but i get it because it was about what's that guy's name for fast and furious Paul, Paul yeah. mm-hmm. so i get it it's been a long yep. <laughs> And then it peaked at number two on Billboard Hot 100, um, which like I didn't number one when it was number two. Do you know? Let's look because I gotta know. I gotta yeah. know to beat it. So it got beat out by One More Night by Maroon Five. I don't even know that song. I couldn't even think of a single lyric from that song. Some other ones off of the Hot 100 are Some Nights by Fun. I only Some know that Nights of the Year that one i don't know <laughs> i only know that other that other popular fun song what was it tonight yeah, that one <laughs> then we are never ever getting back together by t swift we got blow me by pink whistle by Flo Rida. and hear you whistle baby whistle baby <laughs> it probably maybe was number 12 i figured it would have been up there higher okay i'm looking at the lyrics for one more night by maroon five and it's ringing no bells yeah i I don't even know. Yeah. I've never heard of this song, but that's all right. I guess I was just jamming out to Gangnam Style in 2012 and reading Hunger Games in one night. God, I was so into Hunger Games. Yeah, me too. I was as well, but I didn't read them until literally (laughs) the weekend before the first movie came out. And then I binge read all three books in that weekend. Well, that's real. Yeah. I, in one of them, I read off of like Nook because my friend had Nook and so she like she was able to like lend it to me because you can lend it to one person and so like I read it on my laptop I don't know how that's commitment yeah and again I read it all in one day one night like I just then I guess I think I got the last one at the library I doubt it I don't know how I got the last one did you read Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes no I haven't yet oh I really like it a lot of people hated it but I really liked it yeah anyway <laughs> i wanted to read it but it's like i have like all these other books and then i know there's never like, i need to finish mine but then it's like i'm still buying books although i have skipped the last few months of book of the month so i'm proud of myself i know i skip. i even skipped last month too yeah the only one i was interested in for october was like the xx but um it's on i got that Monday. one <laughs> yeah. 
it was on Libby, so I was like, oh, that's probably how I would read it anyway. Yeah. And then the only one I was interested in for this path month was like the Keanu Reeves one, but it um, wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't enough of an interest for me to look into it. I also feel like that was like just based on the description, I was like, if somebody like funny and talented <laughs> this book it's gonna be awesome but like if anybody like this also has the danger of being terribly mediocre yeah yeah because when you include like a famous figure like that in your title yeah that sets some high expectations right it's also like that clickbait too yeah like i wonder yeah, if Keanu Reeves is an amazing person from what i've heard so. i know yeah good dude anyway I'm almost done here. I wonder uh, if Sky and Keanu Reeves have ever hung out. Dude, I hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope so. I hope he I hope he hangs out with everyone that he's ever wanted to hang out with. Like those pictures of him with Taeyong, of them like hugging. Oh those just- both look really happy. They look yeah. like very genuinely jazzed to be with each other. I know. Oh, anyway. So yeah, it's that Gangnam Style set records, of course, being the most viewed video online and most liked video online. And it was also the first to be viewed more than 1 billion times, as well as first to be viewed more than 2 billion times. And then Gentleman um, got a record of most viewed video online in 24 hours. I'm, I'm guessing it's because it was the release right after Gangnam Style. And so there was all that hype. Um, and then in May 25th of 2017, he was presented with a diamond play button for surpassing 10 million subscribers on YouTube. Um, he was the first Asian solo artist to do so. And it was an estimate and for like revenue and stuff for it. Um, there was an estimate of 40 million USD in 2012 via concerts, commercials, um, like social media, all that type of revenue from Gangnam Style. So 40 million from that to him. Yeah, that would, that's like 500 billion won, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, that was a journey. Yeah. I, that's why I was like, I don't, I don't even know what made me want to look into him. I don't know. I mean, he, like you said, he's daddy of K-pop. Yeah. It's really like the first K-pop artist to really break into the Western market. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was part of because there's been like a Korean wave that started yeah. in like the 1990s. And uh, yeah, he's a big contributor to it of bringing Korean entertainment over to the West. But yeah, that's what I got. I hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I know it was probably like the last thing you expected. <laughs> yeah i think that's what we got for this week right is there anything else no not really um, again i don't know what's going on next week <laughs> yeah we never do never do is anything new gonna be out well is a twice a new twice album gonna be out yeah i think that's episode? yeah i think that comes out friday so it should be out by the time this episode drops um, so maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about that yeah yes yeah we can do that um yeah i don't know what else maybe maybe if we watch an episode or two of the i already forgot the name the the park rangers jury song oh <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah the k-drama yes for the yeah uh let me try this again to to reason by maybe no mind hungle correctly 
from what do from what Duolingo has taught me. It's also known as Cliffhanger or Mountain Jerry. <laughs> I personally like Cliffhanger. It's <laughs> a good title. Yeah, that it looks good. I really like the premise of it. Yeah, it sounds super interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a romance that I I know it sounds much only better. been watching. So yeah, it's a mystery fantasy thriller and action. Those are its genres. Fantasy. Well, I guess it is like a mysterious surrounding the mountain. Anyway, yeah, that's gonna be it for us for this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you've made it through all of this, I feel like even though we only talked about three things, I feel like this went on for a while. <laughs> I don't know. It's not one of our longest ones. Yeah. Well, we started. It's been about like over an hour and a half. But we yeah. did. We did um, take some uh, some secrets. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Irish deems worthy of keeping. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he keeps all of it, honestly. No, there's some gold nuggets mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yep. It's all amazing. But yeah. Uh yeah, again, we don't know what we're gonna be doing for next week. Um, I'm sure stuff will come out or we'll do more research topics. I have no idea what else there would be. Because I was just for some reason, I don't know, Sai so popped into my head and I'm like, Gangnam style. Anyway. I love it. Yeah. But I hope I did my book report justice. If you did enjoy, please subscribe review rate if you're on that platform if you're on other platforms share us or favorite us follow us whatever those other platforms do follow us on social media we are on social media as well um, at simply stanish on instagram and twitter and we also have an email simply stanish at gmail.com same spelling as everything and everything as the title of the podcast so that makes it super easy to find us and chat with us and interact with us we'd love it you know share us too with all your friends it's really the best way to get us out there we'd really appreciate it and you are more than welcome to leave any constructive criticisms feedback what you like what you didn't like you could even do it anonymously like make a trash email and send it to us <laughs> i don't care let us know how we're doing <laughs> it's the only way we can grow but yeah Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to your ear holes next <laughs> bye bye shit it's fine what'd you do i just pulled my coffee but only a little oh Oh no, at least it was only a little bit. Wait, you have coffee? Yeah. At 7 p.m.? Yeah, you know, I make good choices. <laughs>